The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. Three oh seven on the Central Coast on this Wednesday, January eighteenth, two thousand and twenty-three. Good afternoon. I'm Dave Congleton, welcoming you to another edition of Hometown Radio. We are going to be with you all the way until 7 o'clock on this broadcast today. Later on this hour, Charlotte Mead checks in from Mead Canine Rescue up in the North County. I cannot believe someone or some group of people broke into their thrift store and essentially cleaned them out. They need our help. We'll tell you about it. Annie Lorenzen at 4.05. Let's reignite the debate over gas stoves. Why has this become such a big issue around the country? We'll hear from Annie. We'll hear from you. James Armstead is back with us during the 5 o'clock hour. We'll get the very latest analysis out of Ukraine and maybe talk about the presidential documents controversy. And then at 6.05, live music for you, courtesy of singer-storyteller Wally Barnick. It is a Dave Congleton show, always your hometown radio talk show. First up, we put the community spotlight on an organization I was not familiar with until this week. It's called Dignified Hope Care Community Services. The founder, Rennell Baldwin, is with us. Rennell, nice to meet you. Thanks for coming in. Very nice to meet you, Dave. And look who else is here. The one, the only, Sandy Boo. Sandy, how are you? (laughs) Hi, Dave. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. How do you know the two? What's the connection? I think we met through friends. Um, You know, Sandy Boo knows everybody in town. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So how do you describe Rennell? How would you introduce her? Rennell is a great friend. She is a caregiver in this community. She sponsors, uh, she does so much for this community, volunteer work, but she also cares for a lot of our senior citizens. Yeah. Uh, Renelle, anything you'd add to that? Anything we should know about you? Um, just that I, I really appreciate my friendship with Sandra. It's a pleasure. She also is in the medical field, so I see her be an excellent nurse and happy in, in the home setting and facility setting to carry that out in, in that realm. So, Renell, explain a dignified hope care. Community services. What's the purpose? So it's going to be a local nonprofit supporting seniors that can't afford one-on-one care. They wherever they're living, whether it be a facility, a home setting, or even in a hospital setting, and they need some one-on-one service. That's what this uh, nonprofit's going to be assisting, so that they get the care that they need. Have a website? I do. It's www.dignifiedhopecare.com. DignifiedHopeCare.com. So what led you to, to, to create this nonprofit? Was there a particular incident? 
particular yeah. need? Yeah. So one of the key instances was when I went to assess a patient and they were inquiring about uh, care for themselves. And it was a gentleman that, that lived here in San Luis Obispo in a, in a mobile home park. And I went to tell him the cost of the services for my profit company and he about fell out of the chair. There was no way he could have afforded that service, yet had no family, nobody to help him. And um, seeing what an uh, established veteran that he was, I just at that moment said, you know, it's my honor to to take care of you. He just needed somebody to drive him from the hospital and stay with him a few hours. But it was that moment, you know, amongst other situations that I'd heard about and seen that I was like, there there needs to be uh, a breakthrough of service that will help like this. So what kind of services is nonprofit intended to provide? So um, typically people come home out of the hospital with a uh, maybe a home health agency that does visits. And um, if there's any additional care, they'll look to family members or hire a service to provide that care up to 24 hours a day, which I do. Um, and this nonprofit will help to do that for those that can't afford that service. Sandy, as Renell pointed out, you're on the front lines in all this. Talk about the need for this nonprofit. Well, the need of it is that, you know, many of our facilities, our nursing homes are so impacted as well. So these patients end up sitting in the hospital rooms for, you know, days, weeks, long periods of time. And as a result, then other patients that are coming in, uh, you know, have to, they need those rooms as well. So the Renell service would be really, really appreciated because then we can send these patients to their homes and be safe and and not get hurt or fall or have somebody to help them with the, you know, basic needs that they need. Well, a couple problems pop into mind. One, these patients are tying up rooms, which you probably need. And two, they're probably tying up nurses' time well, when you could be doing other things. Well, that too. We yeah. have to take care of them. And, you know, and, and it's, it's, it really, it affects everybody because sometimes you have patients that are just, that are having to wait in the ER longer periods of times because we don't have the rooms available to send them to. Uh, you know, and, and it's, and you know, this is not unique to our community. This is an ongoing problem throughout the country. But, uh, you know, especially here in the Central Coast, and it's very challenging. It's expensive to get people here to come and work. And so I think Renell, what, you know, what Renell's uh, nonprofit is offering is great for the community and very excited. Yeah. Renell, you comment on what, what Sandy's saying about the problem. Well, yeah, I've seen a lot of uh, situations of even people I knew in my own family or friends that go to the ER, they're waiting in a line, and they can't get the resources that they need for their actual real emergency. And mind you, I'm sure as a it's, as Sandra could speak to, is it, a nurse needs to attend those emergency needs, and you've got a, a senior that they can't discharge and get out of that bed, um, it's it's a distraction and, and they aren't able to attend to those emergency needs. So that's, that's where I'm hoping to bring some relief to the hospital setting, to these facility settings so we can get them home and care for them. So what's your five year goal? Where do you want to be five years from now with this nonprofit? Cause it sounds very ambitious. Yeah. I, I mean, I really foresee that this is a need that's beyond this area. I, I had the pleasure of speaking with our former assemblyman and he, when I told him about what this nonprofit was, uh, he connected me with somebody up in the Sacramento area. And I mean, the state, it's, is looking for more resource to this. The the only support that seniors have currently, if they're disparaged in income for caregiving service, is IHSS, which is a limited amount of hours per week. Um, it wouldn't even get them through a week's worth of care. 
Sandy, I'm curious, when you hear these stories on your own experience, does it make you think ahead to when you're going to be a certain age and planning ahead? Absolutely. My plan is that I'm just going to become a criminal in my old age and go to prison, commit a crime not too bad and go to prison. So I have another roof over my head, health care and an automatic group of friends. Well, well I, I'm going to break in on that. I think that's why Sandra selfishly became friends with me. She's hoping I'm going to take care of her when she gets well, that too. <laughs> That's yeah, but what's your realistic strategy? Uh, you know, save my money and stay healthy, exercise and do the right things and I mean, but you know, beyond that, I mean, you just do what you can. Yeah, cuz Renell, obviously most seniors they want to stay at home as long as they can. Absolutely. Yeah. And a, a lot of people have the false pretense of thinking, well, once you get to an old age, you've saved up a proper amount of retirement. Yeah. Uh you're a veteran, so you must have VA benefits and this is going to take care of every need that you have. And, and people get into that end of life stage or in a rehab, rehab stage that is beyond those dollar amounts that of anything they ever saved for. And, and when I met with some of our board of supervisors, that this is a growing population of veterans that end, actually end up homeless because yeah. they, uh, they break something, they can't afford their rent and come out of the hospital, and now they're homeless. And it's only going to get worse. Yes. Yes. All right. Uh, still plenty to talk about. We have Renelle Baldwin here. She is the founder of Dignified Hope Care Community Services. Sandy Boo sits in as well. When we come back, we'll talk about a big event coming up on January 26th. I'm Dave Congleton. We're live. We're local. This is Hometown Radio. On uh, Monday, we're going to have the folks from Caltrans in studio reporting about uh, what happened in the recent storms and what's happening as we speak on the highways and byways. Dr. Sarah Bridger from Cal Poly joins us on Friday to talk about the upcoming conversion at Cal Poly from quarters to semesters and why some people are not crazy about that idea. Charlotte Mead from Mead Canine Rescue joins us after news at the bottom of the hour. Meanwhile, we are in conversation with Sandy Boo and Renell Baldwin, Renell, Rochelle, Renell, hello, is the founder of Dignified Hope Care Community Services. It's a mouthful. All right, Renell, I want to make sure we have time to talk about the big event. This is coming up on January 26th, Resolutions of Hope. Yes. All right. It's going to be at Hotel Slow. Very happy they are hosting us. What's, that, what's it like to work with them? They, they're new. Yeah, they're new. It's a beautiful space. There isn't an inch of that property that isn't gorgeous and well thought out. They they made it through the rains really wonderfully, too, and we're still on top of it and helping me with all my needs for the event. Okay. Yeah. All right, so what's the event itself going to be? So the event's going to be our kind of our opening for the nonprofit's uh, awareness to the community. Uh, we're going to have tribute frames. Uh, people that attend can have pictures of their loved ones that have passed and a special message, and um, those will be around the room for people to kind of mingle and look at and see how we're connected as a community and, and carrying positive thought into the new year of not forgetting those that are no longer with us but taking a, a, a good I would say a resolution into the new year of, of remembering them and carrying them with us. Yeah. All right. But so if I show up, what's going to happen? You're going to feed me? Are we going to dance? Yeah, so, we have an auction. So we have orders. Yeah. I, I didn't want to overly, you know, fundraise the first uh, event out. I really wanted to uh, give an opportunity for those that are sponsoring us to um, be able to be highlighted. Our, our first big sponsor is Sincal of the county, which mm -hmm. is wonderful that I just got confirmation of. And then also for 
four board of supervisors have both funded and are going to be there present uh, to support the event as well. So going to invite them to to say a little thing, a little bit of something uh, as far as what we're planning to do for the community and let people know and uh, share their experience with their loved ones. Sounds like an informal evening. Yeah, it is informal. Hors d'oeuvres being passed around, uh, getting to know one another. Over 1,300 invites went out uh, in the mail last week. Uh, is there with tickets? People buy tickets? Uh, so we ask that, uh, anybody that's going to attend to RSVP to info at dignifiedhopecare.com so we can make sure that we have the numbers of where things to expect for Hotel Slow to know. Um, but it's it's just a very fluid evening. It's farmer's market that night, so people might pop over. And You mean I can come mingle at Hotel Slow you and can. have some great hors d'oeuvres? Yes, you can. You're, you've, you, there's a special invite that I already handed you, so you can I appreciate that. And, yeah. and uh, people can make a donation. Yes. Yeah, so the tribute frames, we're asking for a donation of $50, and um, we put that out for you and, and make it beautiful, and there'll be a little flameless candle next to it, and uh, you'll get to see the other community members. A lot of prominent People have already come through that were in our area, and I think it'll be really interesting for us to read. I have a feeling between the two of you, you know a lot of prominent people. (laughs) Maybe a few. (laughs) I I know a lot of people. But, uh, you know, if anybody's got, you know, a few million dollars under their stash, under their bed, like, feel free to donate them to this really um, awesome nonprofit. So what do you think of the evening that she has planned? I, th- I think it's going to be a really amazing um, event, and I'm really super excited to be part of it. And thank you for allowing me to be part of it. And Absolutely. Tag well, along. Well, Sandra's <laughs> been to some of my events. I, I get pulled into fundraise for different I, – I serve on a lot of boards, and she's seen some events I've put on. So I, I usually put on a good show. If people can't make it but they want to donate to the cause, yes. how do they do that? So um, they can call in to our business line, which is 805-510-1234. Um, and they can do donation over the phone or they could look on the website. Um, there isn't a donate link yet, but that is in the works. So, it's coming. Yeah. Yes, it is. All right. Um, so the money that is raised, and I have a feeling going to raise a lot of money given who's coming. How is that going to be used right now? So the the... Funds all go to the actual care staff that are providing the care. Um, we, we do have a portion of volunteers that will be helping internally, but to really ensure that quality care is provided with licensed staff that are going to be caring for the seniors, they still the, the staff themselves are paid to provide that care, um, and that's how you keep the quality. So all funds is just to simply pay for that care so that senior is well taken care of. And how do seniors qualify for this program? What's your criteria? So and uh, that was a, that's a good question. Um, uh, we had to make sure that we are equally diversified as how we look at things. Um, it's We're not looking at specifics as to what's uh, ailing the patient that calls in, but they do have to be uh, Medi-Cal approved. That makes it so that we do not have to do a bunch of income sc- screening and spend lots of money on administrative stuff. That's just the minimal requirement. And then it's on a first come, first serve basis. And that is based upon our funding. I know that you're friends with Dr. Noristani. I, yeah, and, I, for, and, I formerly had a business with him. Before. And yeah. listening to you, though, this sounds similar to the Nor Clinic but just in a different way. Well, yeah. I, the, I, the principle. Yes. Helping people in need. Yeah. He I, he actually, I can say, was an inspiration of what kind of got me thinking I could do a nonprofit someday. And I did help with the Nord Clinic and the starts of things here in the community. And, um, and his services really are helping people with... Uh, 
um, preventative care yeah. and it's for visits. Yeah. Um, mine is like going into the home and helping yeah. the patient where they're at. I'm just saying it's the yeah. same principle of just helping people in need. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is. Good yeah. nonprofit. Yeah. Yeah. What advice are you giving her, Sandy? Oh, God, you know, I, there are little things like, you know, I said, hey, you need, we need to get you on the Dave Congleton show yeah, so that more it. people know about it. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Um, just, um, you know, if I, uh, trying to connect with the hospitals and making people aware, uh, you know, just kind of telling her who to reach out to. So, you know, because obviously to provide the services, we're going to need a lot of money and, um, yeah. so that we can cover a lot more people. And Renell, talk about that, please, because you've got the business background. It sounds like you've got some nonprofit experience too. Yeah. How do you map this out starting up a brand new nonprofit like this? Well, you know, uh, that was the same question I, when I first met with Don Ortiz Legs, supervisor of three, district three here. Um, she is like, well, you know, how do you tackle such a big, uh, you know, balloon of what is a need out there? And it yeah. really starts with one patient at a time. Uh, people will call in and then you go to their home. You don't know what you're going to get. And this is no matter what type of patient I have, whether it be profit or nonprofit, you go into a home setting and it could be a lot of layers of, of things that need to be addressed at that point. So we're just going to address it one patient at a time and grow with it as uh, funds come in. All right. Uh, we got a couple minutes left, Renell. So let's walk through again what's happening next week. Right. This is uh, January 26th, Thursday night. So it's a week from tomorrow. Yes. All right. What's happening with Resolutions of Hope? All right. At 530, uh, you at Hotel Slow, tell them you're there for the event. They will take you back to the beautiful banquet area and we'll have it'll just be mingling hors d'oeuvres. And then there'll be a little bit of a speaking event. And uh, if if somebody wants to donate, they can. You can walk around the room and see uh, people's tribute frames and just learn a little bit more about what Dignified Hope Care Community Services are. And, and, and what do you envision in the tribute frame? Um, so they'll have a picture of their loved one. It could okay. be a friend, family member, and then a little message. Some of it can be personalized nicknames. It could be very, you know, almost like an obituary. It just is really personal to what somebody feels would honor that individual. So I can have one for Sandy. Well, Wait, I can have a tribute fi- I, I'm Frank not for dead yet. What, but, you know, do they have to be deceased? Well, yeah, the, oh. the idea is oh. that they're, they're past. Oh, bad idea. Yeah, yeah, we don't want Sandra to go anywhere. Not yet. Oh, so they have to be deceased. Yeah, that's, that's the idea is hmm. that somebody's sharing their loved ones. Do you see past. this as the only fundraising event you're going to do for now? No. Or you plan others? I'm planning others. I've got a wonderful board, and uh, we have a meeting this evening, actually. So we're going to talk about what the, the next upcoming event will be. We have an integral group of individuals that's on that board. Uh, one last time, please, Renell, on the website. It is www.dignifiedhopecare.com. All right. Our thanks to Sandy Boo and Renell Baldwin for coming in today. Sandy, got about 20 seconds for a final thought. So I would just like to say that whoever is listening, consider donating or volunteering or come and meet uh, the people. Come and mingle and find out more about these services. And if you're somebody in need, uh, keep us in mind. We're there for you. Uh, Renell, about 20 seconds. Well, I, that's a hard thing to follow, but that's exactly on the lines of what I have to say. There's, there's a lot of seniors that are out there, and we are here to help you. All right. I hope you'll keep us posted, and yeah. good luck with the event. Thank you. Off we go. We've got California Headline News and ABC Radio News. Craig updates us with Time Saver Traffic and Weather Together. Up next, Charlotte Mead checks in for Mead Canine Rescue. It's not enough that she has 90 dogs she has to take care of. Somebody broke into their thrift store in a Tascadero and just cleaned her out. We'll give you the details. And then Annie Lorenzen talks about this uh, gas stove controversy. We're Hometown Radio right here on KVEC. 
920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 0111911.